0: And we are live with a new podcast, the Thick Boys Fight Club. What's the first rule of Thick Boys Fight Club? Always talk about Thick Boy Fight Club. Rule number two, you keep talking about it, even though nobody wants to hear about it. Isn't that right, Nick?
1: That's exactly right. And that's exactly the rules. You guys better follow. (laughs) 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 But yeah. Live and breathe them. Yeah, live and breathe the rules. We'll be saying the rules a lot. So be ready. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah. So this is uh, – we're under the new name now, guys, Thick Boys Fight Club. Uh, right. We're going to be running with that. So if you see, when you see us added on YouTube or not, just remember who we were formerly. But yeah. So anyways, guys, we're going to go over a little MMA news for you guys today as well as like we do every week. We will go over all the picks from UFC 250 from the main card. We have locks of the week's. We also have um, just some interesting things to talk about. That's right. Why don't you start
0: us off right with the news, Nick?
1: All right, guys. Um, First off here, we got Henry Cejudo is back in the news. He today announced that he wants to go in a boxing match versus Ryan Garcia, who is an undefeated WBC silver lightweight champion. What's your thoughts on that?
0: Uh, I'm not opposed, man. Tell Dana White, you know, let's sign this thing up. Get the UFC involved. They'll get their cut. Let the man become the greatest combat sport athlete, sport athlete of all time. The only thing I think he'll never accomplish that he's always wanted to do was fight a woman, but, you know, that's probably for the best. But I think, yeah, why not? He's like, the guy's. The guy wants to be a great – he wants to, you know, do something that nobody's done before. He already has. He just wants to make it even more difficult for the next kid that comes around. I'd totally buy the pay-per-view, no doubt.
1: Yeah. He wants. They want to do this fight in Saudi Arabia. I mean, I'm all for it, too. He seems actually like he has a boxing body type, honestly, You know, more than a MMA yeah. guy, to be honest with you. But we'll see if that comes to anything. I mean, he's saying he's retired, obviously, still, but that's one of his things he wants to check off his bucket list.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure it's just also the money there will be a lot more than what he'd be making in the UFC. I think it's just honestly going to come down to – the UFC also has to be able to benefit from this or there's no way they're going to do it.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. All right. Uh, also we got here, Kobe Covington back in the news today, making himself relevant. He's what, over here what's my
0: boy talking about?
1: <laughs> talking a lot of trash today. He uh, basically called out Dustin Poirier and Jorge Masvidal um, saying now, basically that now that he's detached himself from the team, now it's fair game that he can fight these guys. He um, called both of them bums, things of that nature.
0: Uh, I I like it. You know, honestly, of the two, I would want to see him fight the most is Dustin Poirier. Just because Poirier has that incredible cardio and is a really, you know, well-rounded MMA fighter. And I think the two of them combined would make a great fight of the night. Whereas if he fought our boy Jorge, if Jorge doesn't knock him out in the first round or two, I think it's just going to be a mauling.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I will say the same thing. He, I mean, that dude's got some crazy cardio. So that would be uh, quite a bit, bit of a feat there for old Jorge. As much as we all want him to win, might be a little exactly, too much yeah. to overcome for sure.
0: Especially, yeah, at his age, he's only got one or two fights. Give the man the, give Jorge the title shot, and then maybe one other big super fight. And I don't see him having much more than that, honestly.
1: Yeah. All right. Also, we got here a little bit of sad news here. A uh, kid is fighting on the prelim. Name is Cody Staman. Cody Staman, sorry, I believe that's how you say that. Am I correct?
0: Oh, uh, uh, yeah, something like that.
1: His 18 year old brother actually died last week. Uh, kind of want to pay Damn. attention to that one. I think you know, this could go either way, like we were talking about, but usually when something crazy happens in someone's life, they do extraordinary things. Uh, yep. What do you kind of think about that one?
0: You know, it all just honestly depends on the person. Like um, we were talking about earlier today is that yeah. everyone compartmentalizes things differently and how they deal with grief. Cause you know, some people deal better when they can just go back to work. But to me, it's just, they're kind of hiding their emotions or like just covering them up. Honestly, if it was me, I think I would have just pulled out of the fight and done it later. But again, we don't know his financial situation. If this is, you know, he needs this money or if this is just something he felt like he worked so hard to, and he wants to dedicate it to a brother, to his brother. But either way, our thoughts and prayers are with the guy, and uh, hope the best for him, for sure. For sure, for sure.
1: All right, and then in a little better news here, we're finally getting some fights on Fight Island. It's finally Ooh, gonna let me know who the main event is. So the first one will be on July 11th. We're going to have Nama Yunes versus Andrade. We're going to run it back. It's goddamn
0: about time. So my girl, Thug Rose can beat the shit out of that bitch.
1: Because yeah. <laughs> she's Rose, the GOAT. <laughs> Doug Rose is going to land her ass right on her head again. Night-night. <laughs> uh, oh. Secondly, then, we got on July 18th, so the weekend after, we're going to have Gasolum versus Hermansen. I'm going to have to look up. I know we were kind of just talking about it earlier here a second ago. Um, unfortunately, I don't know why I can't think of her, who Hermansen is at this exact moment. I'm sure yeah. him, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, that guy. But, yeah, but we all know Kevin Gastelum, household name.
0: Yeah, uh, he's a beast, just a an beast. absolute savage.
1: Probably going to be a good fight there, for sure. Yep.
0: But um, we'll get right – we'll just dive right into the main card, if that's it with the news. That's it. Yeah, so we're going to start off right in the beginning with Eddie Wineland, 24-13-1, coming in at 35 years old, fighting Sean O'Malley, 11-0, 25 years young, who is Nick's boy. Break it down for us.
1: I, I am on the Sugar Show. I love the sugar show. (laughs) I want more of the sugar show all the time. I want the sugar show. (laughs) (laughs) You know, guys, this is, um, I'll start off with this though, real quick. I'm loving this fight card because it is a total bantamweight night. We're going to, we're going to solve some things. We're going to get some shit worked out. We're going to have some clear, probably one through five. We'll have a clear decision. I mean, we're, we're going to have, have title shots, title contenders. We're going to know it all after this. This is going to be a great night for the Bantamweights.
0: Yeah, no okay. doubt. This is really going to mix up the division, give us some clarity, especially since Ahudo left the division. You know, This is going to be a really good card because this is kind of going to decide what the future is going to look like. Exactly. No doubt.
1: Okay, but going back to that fight, obviously I'm going with Sean O'Malley here. Um, I just He's the younger kid. I think they're putting him against an older dog to put this old dog out to pasture. And Sean O'Malley hits his time to reign.
0: <laughs> yeah, I kind of get the, that feeling that, um, you know, I, I preach a lot that, you know, the UFC does every once in a while, selectively pick fighters and give them tune up fights or, you know, it's they, there's no such thing in the UFC as a real tune up fight, but as close as you're going to get to one. However, I think Eddie Wineland here is a true veteran. He's fought some of the elite of the division. He's 35 years old. Yes, that means he's probably coming out of his prime now, but he's still close enough to it where I think he's going to have an advantage to Sean O'Malley. He's got some really great speed. The only thing is his hands do hang low, which I don't like. He's a boxer wrestler, has some really good takedowns. Sometimes I want him to control the the person a little bit more when he's on top. But this is actually going to be my lock of the week, man. I think Eddie Wineland just going to be too much of a crafty vet. He's been in there with some of the top dogs. And Crazy. at plus 300, 350, man, you got to go in there and try to make that money. I'm feeling really good about this. And Sean O'Malley, like uh, I was talking to someone earlier today about it. He hurt his foot in this fight against some kid. And the only reason he won that fight is because that kid gave it to him. Hurt his foot. All he had to do was have him stand up, try to walk around the ring. Would have won that fight. And then what does Sean O'Malley say? Oh, I think I broke my foot. Turns out nothing's wrong with his foot. He's just crying over nothing. There was, it was nothing basically wrong with his foot? Nothing wrong with his foot. Literally, it was probably just a bruise. Guy's never been hurt in his life, and he's about to get some cracks from our boy, Eddie Wineland. I'm telling you, take the plus money on this one. It's worth it.
1: What's the plus money on the fight? Eddie Wineland
0: is plus 350. Whoa. Yeah, And oh. Sean O'Malley is minus 500 for a guy who legitimately not, I'm not talking shit at this point. Who's he beaten? Who has he beaten to be a minus 500 favorite over a guy who's fought the elite of the division? Oh. I don't know. He's got three fights in the UFC. It's ridiculous. It's a hype train. It's about to get derailed.
1: Tell you right now. Out. I hope you're I, for your sake. I hope you're right. <laughs> Cause you know, if I'm right, I'm going to be talking some mad shit. <laughs> All right. Well, that was that one. Next up, what do we got?
0: Uh, the next fight here, we got Neil Magny, 22 and 7, 32 years old, versus Anthony Rocco Martin, 17 and 5, coming at 30 years of age.
1: Um, I'll first? start this
0: one off. No, no, Go I'll start this right. one off. So uh, Neil Magny, you know, he's he's not a spectacular boxer in any way. He's kind of just an average kickboxer, in my opinion. He's He's solid. But he's not special. He's he's not great at even using his range. He's a very tall, lanky guy, which kind of surprises me that he doesn't really use that jab. But his last fight, I will say, he did look incredible. He's got some really good knees inside the clinch. And then turning to um, Rocco Martin here, he's got some really great submissions. Very interesting guy to watch. However, he is a very limited striker. But the one thing I do like, about his striking, and particularly in his last fight, is the calf kicks. He doesn't abandon them. And we've seen Neil Magny susceptible to leg kicks. And I think that might really help him win this fight. Uh, it's hard. It's kind of a toss-up for me. But the smart money is Neil Magny should win this fight. This is his fight to win, honestly. And that's who I'm going to pick. But don't count Rocco Martin out.
1: No. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. I I wouldn't count on Martin now, but I got to go off facts and what I watched and what I see. And Magny looked amazing that last fight. I mean, he made me a believer after that. Um, You know, he's got a bigger reach on this guy. I think he's going to be able to pick him apart. I know what you're saying with the leg kicks, but I think the reach is going to be able to keep that a little bit of a distance away from him. I really don't think that's going to come down to it. I'm sure he will get some cracks in, obviously. This is a fight. But, yeah, guys, I think the smart money here, Magni all day.
0: Yeah, definitely the safer pick, without a doubt.
1: Okay, so at least we agree on something so far. Yeah. All right. Next um, The
0: next, next one, uh, Al Jermaine Sterling versus Corey Sanhagen. Uh, Sterling comes in as 18-3 and 3 at 30 years old, and Corey Sanhagen 12-1 and 1 at 28 years old. Nick, why don't you take us off?
1: Uh, uh, this is going to be the fire of the night. No doubt. No doubt about it. I'm glad we were agreeing with that. This is, I'm actually so excited for this fight. Like, I can't wait to watch this one. I have to tell everyone or the fans, I'm sorry. I don't have a pick for you on this one. I, I, could, I can't come up with a winner. I, I'm literally, I have no, I, I, have no good deci- I have no good advice to tell you one way or the other. This is a straight up going to be a dog fight. And I can't believe this isn't the co main event, to be honest with you. It should be. I mean, these are both guys in their prime, gonna go at it. And there can only be one winner. Who will it be? I couldn't tell you.
0: So you're stating? Is that what you're
1: saying? You're I'm saying. I'm <laughs> you didn't expect that one, did you? Uh, I, yeah, no, that one. Was... I'm, I'm honestly neutral on this. I can't pick a winner. I've tried. I sat that here. seems like a scared
0: way to get out of a fucking pick.
1: <laughs> I, I sat here and I kept going back and forth and I, I just, I can't, um, I can't come up with one. You want me to pick a guy? Fuck it. Yeah. I'll pick one. You got to pick one. We always and pick, you know, I'm going with Sanhagen.
0: He's going with Sanhagen. Corey Sanhagen there guys. So <laughs> this is how I feel about it. Nick is totally right. This is fight night. This is actually should be, this is the real main event. You know, this, this is really where you're going to see a competitive fight against guys who are about the same technique levels. You know, they're both coming into their prime. They're surging towards a title shot. Aljamain Sterling is definitely the more well-known household name of the two. He's a Matt Serra black belt. He's really good at using his kicks and keeping his distance. He's very intelligent. He doesn't get caught, uh, caught up in the moment, get sucked into a brawl here or there. No, he's, he's always on the outside, always picking you apart. He almost uses his kicks as a substitute for a jab. He just uses it to really gauge his distance, keep his opponents away, and knows how to hit and not get hit. And then on top of that, he's great about switching his stances. But saying that, he's literally fighting someone for the first time, I believe, that's taller than him and has a, larger, a longer l- reach than him. This guy is practically... He has so many similarities, but I'm going to break down some major differences for you. They both are great with their range, staying on the outside, picking their opponents apart. But with Corey, he's definitely more of that traditional Muay Thai Dutch kickboxing style where his strikes are a little bit more What's the word I'm looking for? Just things you see more normally. However, he's great about mixing them up so that you don't know what's coming. He has a great flying knee. I give him the power advantage in his hands and in his and his shots, whereas I give Aljamain Sterling the speed advantage. They both probably have about the same level of jujitsu, but definitely Sterling has the advantage in the wrestling realm. Yeah. This was one, like Nick said, I was going back and forth between who I thought was going to win, this guy, that guy... And, I'm, you know, if I could, I would have took the same thing as Nick. Just been like, I don't want to pick, There's, you know. And but Vegas agrees pick, with us. But if said, I must pick – And so, you know, just to be controversial, and oh, just to God. tell you what a coin toss it is, <laughs> I'm going with Sterling. I'll Sterling. Re- okay, if I –
1: No, but really, said, no, if I'm, no, 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 if I – No, no, no.
0: No, really, who I'm, who I'm going to pick is Corey Sand. All right. I all
1: give right.
0: it to him just because he's got a little bit more power in his hands. And, you know what, Sterling does tend to sh- – struggle just a little bit with somebody who puts the pressure on him and if corey has been watching any film i'm gonna foresee a lot of body shots to sterling to really slow him down and i think that's gonna wear him out and help him get the win so i'm picking cory sanhagen in All this point right,
1: so we got sanhagen on this one i mean i think it's virtually equal to be honest with you the- sanhagen's pretty fast too man Oh, I no, mean, definitely. I'm not saying oh, he's
0: like that much faster than yeah. him. I'm just saying like you give him just the slightest edge in the speed yeah, department. Yeah, just like I you get you. the slightest edge in the power department to Cody Sanhagen. Yeah, It's just one of those things. They're just so, they're so evenly matched. That's what's going to make it exciting.
1: Well, I think the reason I'm going with Sanhagen, honestly, I feel like he has a wave right now that he's riding and he's high on it, you know? Right. So that's kind of where I'm coming from on that one. All right. Next up.
0: Oh, yeah. Next up, we've got Raphael, Raphael Asuncao, 27-7, 37 years old, versus Cody Garbrandt, 11-3, 28 years old. Just a quick thing really fast. Raphael Asuncao is coming off of a two-fight losing streak where Cody Garbrandt is on a three-fight losing streak. This is a make-or-break moment for both these fighters.
1: It is. And I can tell you this. Cody Garbrandt is without a doubt ready to get back in the saddle. He has said the demons are behind him i think what happened to poor cody garbrand here i mean he came up fast real fast right i mean hot and he got caught up with that whole tj dillshaw shit and i think that fucked with that dude's head you know um he's a lot better than what his i mean you know he's only got three losses but he's a lot better than the last fight that he lost I don't think he was there yet he that fight was like i mean kind of you know gross honestly i mean very sloppy just slobber knocking Uh, and he got caught you know and it was kind of like what were you doing like it was almost like you just showed up and said fuck it i'm ready to fight you know it wasn't like a trained um ufc martial artist so, but I think Cody's ready to do this, and I think they're, they're feeding him this, car, this guy, honestly. We know, uh, you know, age always seems to be the determining factor a lot of times in this UFC game. Cody Garbrandt's the younger guy, he's ready to continue on with his career. Other dude's on his way out. Um, you know, the funny thing is, looking at how this whole bantamweight picture plays out here, though. And I'm sorry, what is the, the gentleman's name Cody Garbrandt is fighting? One more time. Uh, Rafael Asuncao. Asuncao just lost to San Hagen. That was his last fight. Yep. So just to kind of show you there. What do you got?
0: Uh, I'm with Nick. I'm picking Cody Garbrandt, and this is not really a hard one to pick. Nick's right. Yeah. 37 years old. The guy is getting a little bit up there in age. He's just not very fast. He's got some, you know, he does have it's but it's always a thing. Power is the last thing to leave. Like speed is the first. And you can just see it with a Sun Cao. His speed has really deteriorated since being, you know, starting martial arts. And Cody is just young, still fast. He he's just got some really crisp boxing. He's really done well mixing in those kicks as we saw in his last couple of fights he just does get sucked every once in a while and just biting down that mouthpiece and just going toe to toe with somebody. And he doesn't need to do that. He's so good with his movement, so good with his head movement and his boxing is just so crisp. He can pick people apart. He doesn't need to do that. But you know, sometimes you just want to prove you're the baddest dude in the room yeah. and just fight stupid. I mean, and that's what,
1: pro- sorry. Yeah. No, 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 go. Yeah, no. I mean, his problem just was like, he fought so good when he beat, um, name just drew a blank for me
0: code um tj dillashaw
1: no 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 no. he got he lost to tj dillashaw um
0: oh you're talking about uh the guy who just lost
1: yeah (laughs) cruz
0: something cruz fucking yeah that's his name yeah uh cruz yes
1: i can't remember his first name (laughs) right off the top of my head but he was yeah he was
0: crying about the stoppage when he
1: fought cejudo yes um dominic cruz Cruz, there we go but he looked so strong against Dominic Cruz. I mean, dancing, flowing, and then, I mean, and then you just kind of fall flat on your face against T.J. Dillshaw. Not once, but twice.
0: The but you can't thing, blame the guy. The guy 100%. lost to a person on EPOs, steroids. The guy was literally a walking 100%. science experiment. So
1: that's what I mean. So that kind of tells you, too, then. He got beat unfairly, and it rocked his mind. And then he wasn't really in this right mindset, and then he took this last loss. So... I don't think going into that. But yeah, I just I think Cody Garbrandt's ready to turn the page. He's ready to become a champion again.
0: Yeah, I want to say it should be an easy night of work for Cody Garbrandt if he does this smart, does this right, you know. Of course, he has a chance to lose because Raphael Santos does have power in his hand can knock people out, but it shouldn't happen unless Cody Garbrandt makes, you know, just yeah, doesn't but fight I smart. You, I don't
1: know if that's to happen. And I just want to go with that's my lock of the week for you guys. So Cody Garbrandt make them pocket bucks fool. <laughs>
0: Yep, and um, just really quickly, the odds on that one. Uh, let me pull that up for you. Yeah, yeah Cody whatever. Garbrandt, minus 150. You know, that's, that's not too much juice not on bad. it to make some money. Not yeah. At
1: all. all right, and then next up, we got the, the big The show. main
0: event, the main Amanda event Nunes, 19 and 4, 32 years old, the greatest woman fighter of all time, living and breathing right here, right now, defeated every single featherweight, woman's featherweight UFC champion to ever live. Versus Felicia Spencer, 8-1, 29 years old. Supposedly, she's a phenom. I don't know. When I watched her fights, I didn't see what was so phenomenal about her. She's slow. She doesn't look very physically intimidating. Her ground game is pretty solid. Canadian
1: sensation.
0: Yeah, the Canadian (laughs) sensation. I don't see it at all. If that's what a sensation in Canada looks like, Jesus, I don't want to see what average looks like, okay? Whoa! <laughs> Amanda Nunez should just mop the floor with this girl. I mean, she should beat her in every realm of this game. There's not one thing that I can see Felicia Spencer being better at her than. Honestly, I'll make this a lock of the week. Amanda Nunez. Yeah. but no one's going to take that <laughs> fucking juice to make that money. Yeah. It, this should just be a, a cakewalk. I'm uh, sorry not to give you like a very specific breakdown of this, but I don't feel like we need to.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, what kind of happened here, obviously, was that night, the, 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 her last night when she fought, um, the Australian girl fought as well. and I, God, I wish I had this pulled up in front of me right now. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. But, you yeah. know, they were, they were basically battling for who was going to fight Nunes. They both got knockouts that night. And, you know, then Amanda Nunes is on there, Twittering or Instagramming all right. They both look good. Dana, whoever you pick, I'll, I'll fuck them up. <laughs> you know? um, that's kind of the way this went down. We all, I was kind of excited at first. I was thinking, oh yeah, Spencer, maybe she can pull this off, but I'm with you, man. After watching some footage and whatnot, like ha, this poor girl. Yeah. Hey, strong fight against cyborg. No doubt about it. So hung in there. But then you got to think about this. Was it the same cyborg? that we were used to people fighting because this was the she fought a cyborg that had just literally got her ass whooped by Amanda Nunes and they right. coming right back in. So I don't think we got the same level of cyborg that we were always used to. Right,
0: and Cyborg cuts so much weight to make those fights, you know what I mean? Even Joe Rogan, when I was re-watching the fight, he's talking about how he thinks Cyborg was severely diminished in her capacity to fight because of the weight cut, just to get down there. Like, she's a girl who should really be fighting at 155 pounds, not at 100, you know. But the only way Felicia Spencer wins this fight, she gets the takedown and gets a quick submission. But the longer this fight goes, the slimmer and slimmer these chances get. Which That would be
1: amazing. But I don't think that's gonna to happen tonight, uh, Saturday night. I just I don't see that. I got newness all the way on this one.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm in complete agreement.
1: Okay, so there we go. So we pretty much agree on everything, guys, except for Sean O'Malley, and Yeah, else? and
0: Nick is too emotionally invested in this guy. So take my advice. Even if you lose, let's just say you lose this bet. It was totally worth it to try to make plus three fifty.
1: Oh yeah, no, at <laughs> if, if plus three fifty, you know you got to go for the biscuit. You gotta go yeah, for it. I agree with that, but I'm just telling you, Sean O'Malley to love to share that, dude. Night, uh, night. I'm lo- oh, hey,
0: I'm looking forward to Sean it. Sean
1: O'Malley literally said in an interview today, he's gonna knock that guy out. That's what he said. Get ready for a knockout.
0: Hey, man, anything's possible. But like I said, I'll take a crafty veteran who's fought the best in the world at his division against a young up-and-comer who's had only three fights in the UFC. Give me, give me the, give me the vet.
1: All right. So we got a couple picks for you guys. Um, We got four agreements, So that's excellent. Hopefully we can all make some money on a Saturday night here on UFC 250. Coming from you live from Apex in Las Vegas. Uh, We will be back with you guys following that for a recap. We'll see how we did, how we broke down, how much money we made. We'll go over all that type of bullshit. Uh, And we'll go over whatever news is going on at the time. Um, You got anything else to add in there?
0: No, that's about it. Uh, just, you know, all, as always, please hit the like, the subscribe button. Remember, talk about us all the time. Talk about that Thick Boy Fight Club, even if nobody in the room wants to hear about it. <laughs> all right.
1: Perfect. Well, yeah, guys. Well, sorry, this one is a little, um, you know, this is going to be a good fight card. It's not as exciting as we like it to be, obviously, with some big, big-time names. But um, we'll get through this. You know, this is going to be a good night of fights, and we'll kind of see what happens after that with a battle yeah, with the division.
0: exactly. You right, should guys. be. This is low key an exciting fight card. Low for sure. key,
1: exciting fight card. That's exactly a good way to put it. All right, guys. Well, good night. We'll um, see you guys soon.
0: Yep. Check you later. Peace.